0: There we go. Oh, very nice. Look
1: at that shirt. Yeah, I know. Yes, you noticed it.
0: Yeah, it's a beauty, that.
1: It came a couple of days ago. So. Yeah. Oh, Hand that. of God. <laughs> That's better. I've oh, now. Good. How are you?
0: I'm good.
1: Yeah. I, love, I love the mug, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that? So, yeah, Jarvis one. Very
1: nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I quite like life. I can drink when I want. I'm cooking really nice food. <laughs> I ride my bicycle. <laughs> it's <laughs> very nice. No, I had, a, I had a really late night last night. We watched that film, 1917. Was it good? Really enjoy it. Not well. Enjoyable is probably the wrong word, but very well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was worth the six bucks to rent it, basically. Yeah. So um,
0: was the um, the kind of because it's just one shot or like yeah? Three, yeah. How, was that a distracting thing or was that kind yeah, of... A- it's actually I?
1: I get really dumb when they do that sort of thing because I right. I love that way of filming. I think Broadchurch, the, they did that opening scene on the episode one where the guy just walks around the town and comes into the house, goes to get a coffee, and it was That's all done in one shot.
0: Br- There's a couple of really good like tracking shots like that. Snake Eyes, the Brian yeah. Palmer, uh, the start of that boxing match is brilliant. Another one, and it's actually football-related. The Secret in Their Eyes, Argentinian film, if I remember correctly, and it, they, they, they're tracking this quarry in a, a like a full stadium and so the the shot is they come straight down from like a bird's eye view of the stadium and then go close in on the guy like main character and then they just track him for like tw- like 10 15 minutes the same shots of him trying to find this bloke in the uh, in the stadium it's brilliant
1: wow so, okay I need to check that out <laughs> yeah. Let's it's see. also a really old film, um black and white film. I think it's in, it's just in one of them border towns, I think, Texas, Mexico. And Gregory Peck comes out of a bar, and I forget the name of the film as well. And they follow him all the way. And as you're watching him, there's a car bomb following him, which blows up. And that was, I think, now I'm thinking about it, that, I think that was the first continual shot yeah. in a movie. And it was an old black and white film, which I forget. Awesome, yes. That
0: was the guy who did the movie. Well done, yes. Cool. Well, there you go. That's all warmed up. <laughs> cool. Should we, uh, should we get get uh, get on with it then? Get in. Do it. All right. Okay. Welcome once again, listening to another edition of Footy from the Foots the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in in san diego the bluefoot neighborhood bar and lounge in the heart of san diego's glittering north back i'm uh, i'm your co-host paul Hutchinson, and i'm joined by the miracle of the internet and with a spursy mug uh, <laughs> by the ball of football at bluefoot rodney styles how are you doing sir
1: wonderful paul thanks for asking it's good to see your face
0: <laughs> yeah good to see you too pal so we continuing to do the whole um, self isolation and all that kind of thing the social distancing so and we had some really good like positive feedback on uh, on how it all went last week so thank you for all those people that reached out and this seems like but <laughs> we're gonna do some more of it obviously it's no games but we'll do some more of the questions uh, do some AOB as always and and especially so in in these uh, in these times we want you to get involved footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on Twitter Instagram facebook and i've even <laughs> i've even got a, uh, a, a a set us up with a TikTok. Count. I mean, I have no idea what I'm doing with that, but it's all gone wrong. <laughs> I feel far too old to be doing some sort of TikTok thing, but we'll see. Yes, uh, we're also on YouTube now as well. So the last episode, the video, the rough cut of uh, of our conversation is up on there, and so you get to see, uh, yeah, uh, Rodney's uh, Spursy mug and all sorts of different things and the reactions and what have you. So uh, it was pretty pretty cool. So uh, yeah, great review, subscribe. Thanks very much for all those that have done that so far. And our website is from dot com. Okay, so. Uh, how are you getting on? What, what, have you have you been passing the time and getting on with things?
1: I've been doing a lot of cooking and doing a lot of music. Nice. Yesterday I had a, a, an a old school house day actually where I cooked a roast chicken dinner, which was most fun. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> danced around the kitchen for about four hours. But anyway, drank a little bit too much red wine, but let's not go into that right now. That can happen. Watched the, the program as well. I, I was so I didn't realize how much I missed football until I watched the English game on Netflix and got quite emotional when Blackburn won the cup in 1871 or wherever it was. So that See, was quite not really
0: talking it up. I've got to say, if, uh, if, if, if the denouement is Blackburn winning, then uh, yeah, it's have, no from me.
1: Of I understand that one. It's a bit like if Arsenal would have won it,
0: <laughs> I would have not watched
1: the program probably. But um, I have to say about the program. Some of the worst goalkeeping I have ever seen. <laughs> I wish I'd have been a forward in 1870 because I would have scored that
0: for the goal. Not seen goalkeeping like it since the Scottish era in the 70s. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they. Based, I think Scottish keepers actually based themselves on 1870 goalkeeping because it was that bad.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I would love to have played against them guys. But um, <laughs> a good program. It was a little bit wet, but it was it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm
0: definitely that at some point or other i'll be i'll be rooting for the uh, for the establishment i think if, if blackburn are gonna win <laughs> saying off oh, air there a little bit that um i've actually spoken to people like further away more than i have done throughout all this than uh, than before and so we, we uh, put together like a bit of a listing party i decided mm-hmm. that this might be the time where i need to like catch up on albums that I either don't know very well or I've never heard or some friends kind of put together like a bit of a listing party and we listened to Ziggy Stardust and a Stevie Wonder album yeah it was a lot of fun and so we'll continue to do that but also we're on the, um, the trivia night as well we had uh, on Saturday uh, Marissa with all logistics uh, set up myself and Paul as well and it was really fun like people were getting excuse me, getting involved, and uh, we intend to do that again on uh, on Saturday. We'll give you details yes. a little bit later on, but um, it was a lot of fun. Enjoyed I'm it a lot.
1: Involved this time as well. Apologies for not getting involved last time. <laughs>
0: oh, well, that's, I, I was a surpri- it was a surprise to me how much I was involved, actually, on the actual right. evening. I'd, I'd already taken part in the quiz that Paul had done live at the Shakespeare before all of this sort of, like, kicked off. Me and Kim won. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah he decided to put it online and it was, uh, yeah, very well received. It was very, very well done indeed. So
1: and what was the back. team at the Shakespeare's?
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah, because you unfortunately weren't able to make it where you were working. And, and we named our team, uh, you weren't there in spirits, uh, Rodney styles's Disco Pants.
1: Oh, I love that. Which <laughs> reminds me of yesterday again.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I've been passing the time and watching the odd bit of thing on YouTube of sport related. I've had a bit mm. of a Italian 90, watch the highlights package of that with like Des Lynham and uh, Adamski as the uh, they really? use Kill um, as the kind of backing track to all of that. I mean, super 90s, nice to relive that.
1: I used to have an Adamski album, actually. It was pretty awful. <laughs> <But>, um...
0: <laughs> I couldn't think for another single track, I've got to say, but uh, Killer was yeah, a banger,
1: wasn't it? But, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a banging track, yeah, totally. Who was the, the guy who sang Seal, wasn't it? That's what made him famous, I believe.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, should we fire up the uh, the randomizer? Oh, and I forgot to mention and put it out there that if anyone can recognize the the sound effect of the randomizer, then uh, I will buy them a drink if we ever get to the Bluefoot again. <laughs>
1: if we ever get to the Bluefoot again, and hopefully um, I'll be serving a drink. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. At Forty from Foot, um, if you know the sound effects, I'll be very impressed if anybody can kind of uh, pinpoint exactly what it is. All right, well let's let's fire this bad boy up. Here we go. You ready?
1: Ready. Ready.
0: All right. Oh, do you know what? There was another constituent part that I need to... Uh, let me do that again. Sorry. <laughs> oh. All right. It's asking for question two. A stadium I'd like to see a game in.
1: Azteca immediately springs to mind, as does the, um,
0: what's the Brazilian stadium. The Maracanã.
1: Thank you. Again, another one. And I'd love to go to see the Milan stadium before they knock it down.
0: Is that, that's the San Siro, is that or is that a different
1: one? Yeah. Is it the San Siro? Yeah, it is the San Siro, yeah.
0: San Siro. I always get that there's the Stadio delle Alpi, which I always remember Joe Jordan uh, on the, the Football Italia commentaries, he would always pronounce it in a brilliant way. Uh, but you- I think you've been reading my notes actually, because I think that's those are the ones that I. I... <laughs>
1: oh, really? No, I haven't, I promise. <laughs> well, they're, they're the classic stadiums, aren't they? Obviously, it's- I'd like to go to the Tottenham Stadium as well <laughs> at some junction in my life. <laughs>
0: Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to think of this. And, uh, yeah, apart from what you've just mentioned, uh, maybe watching an old firm derby at um, either one of the Celtic Park or Ibrox or something like that, I think that might be a, a fun, uh, a, a, well, maybe not a fun experience, but no, <laughs> it would be an experience. you
1: Not doing the wrong end.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, all right, let's uh, fire up the randomizer. <laughs> Question seven. All right. Oh, this is an interesting one. Um, the best goal you saw live. So you were in stadium when this thing
1: happened. Well, I've got to pick Paul Gascoigne straight away. 1991, the uh, free kick against Arsenal in the semi final, the first semi final we played at Wembley. But yeah, that free kick for me. Yeah. And again, Jurgen Klinsmann, when I always go home to Everton, his first uh, goal at Wyatt Lane, little scissor kick. That was pretty special as well, to be honest. Yeah. It that,
0: that was a very iconic moment, in actual fact, wasn't it? It was a real sort of like, this is like the. Way things are going to be now in in, in terms of like top flight football, there's going to be lots more foreign talent coming in. And like, oh. so uh, yeah, definitely. So, and what I'll also do, like I did last time, is I'll collate all of these bits and pieces and, whenever I can, like link to places where you can watch these uh, uh, goals and things. The one that, so there's two for me involving my own team, Bolton. When Ida Good johnson played for Bolton, we kind of like took a bit of a punt on him because he'd been injured playing for like. PSV he scored this brilliant like mazy run in the league cup against uh Wimbledon like a freezing cold Wednesday or whatever it was midweek game Hmm. great amazing little run and then slot finish that was just that was fantastic the JJ Okocha goal against West Ham in a crunch game um it was either us or West Ham going down Uh, Okocha gets hold of the ball halfway line shrugs Joe Cole off heads for the goal pings it like 25 yards, absolutely unstoppable, and basically the goal that kept us up, so that was yeah. a, a fantastic goal, and they get, yeah.
1: And uh, West Ham went down, I take it?
0: They did, which was it with Trevor Brookin as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think they went down with record number of points as well that year, I think they went down on 42 points or something, so. Oh,
1: so cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we won 1-0, uh, that was, yeah, the only goal, but I was right behind the Arrowing into the top bin. It was absolutely beautiful to see.
1: I was obviously at Wembley for the Holland game in 96 as well. And um, that goal when Shure and Sheridan sort of linked up. And, it was fast there. and actually, the best goal of that tournament was um, Clivert scoring, which knocked Scotland out right at the end. bit <laughs> of
0: Scotland bashing on this so far, haven't they? Let's
1: I say. know. <laughs> but I remember everybody... At the end of the game, we didn't realise that that goal had knocked Scotland out. And everybody was celebrating two things that night. It was, was give <laughs> They don't show us any love, by the way, Paul, so I don't feel bad about that one.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm kind of... My, my heritage is Scotland, so I could have actually played for Scotland if I would wanted to. But, uh, yeah, I chose not to in the end. You could have been a
1: goalkeeper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you been watching me play? <laughs> Question, it likes it's question one. Is this playing okay? A player you secretly wished could have played for your team, so maybe off of rival or someone that kind of everyone thinks, Oh god, I can't stand that player. But had a sneaky kind of, I would like to have play uh, this fella play for my team.
1: Okay, so the one from a rival would be Thierry Henry. I'd, I'd love to have seen him at Spurs. I also would love to see Luis Vigo. At Spurs, I think he would have been an incredible player at Spurs. And obviously, Zidane, Maradona. I could get the list that just goes on. Yeah, yeah I
0: but, think Maradona's a good one, isn't it? Because I think that would have been... I think whatever uh, all the supporters of other teams would have absolutely derided, they would have hated Maradona playing for your team, whoever yeah. that would be, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a really good one.
1: It would have been a bit of a Cantona, wouldn't it? You hate him, but then he comes to your team and you love him. Ronaldo's another one.
0: Robbie Savage is one as well. you put one him on, you'd sit in <laughs> <laughs> I think probably the one for me. I, well, it's a difficult one for me. Well, first of all, it's probably the the, the rivalry that is most prevalent for Bolton fans is, is Manchester United, even though they don't particularly care I don't think But I mean, I would have put to have Beckham on there, but I don't think anybody else would have uh, been. There. My love of uh, David Beckham is uh, very well documented. <laughs> Can't looking a little odd at the moment. <laughs> and uh, maybe even Patrick Vieira as well, because he was a, a nasty git he was when he like, when he wanted to be. And uh, we, we always gave uh, Arsenal a good game. Wenger would always be moaning at the end of the game about uh, Sam Allardyce's tactics, but game as good as he got, that fella.
1: All right. no, I, I, yeah, I agree with the uh, Patrick Vieira one. I'd love to see him in a Spurs shirt. Thinking about now...
0: Okay. Shall I fire, fire up? up boy. Oh. Ooh. Come on. <laughs> Nineteen question. Nineteen. Okay. Oh, we could go on forever on this one, I think. Best uh, yeah. <laughs> coach of watching football at the Bluefoot.
1: I have to go to the World Cup last year. Oh
0: I was gonna I go I on. thought you say something
1: else, but uh, I will... Ah, you're making me think now, now you said that, actually. There was a moment at the Bluefoot when we played Manchester City in the Champions League. Okay, and like you. you had a big part in this because they scored the goal right in the last second, and I was mortified. Everybody was screaming around me, all the City fans, and I was just so dejected. And you tapped me on the shoulder, and you pointed the TV one and said, look, they're looking at the goal. And he was given offside. And I think that's one of my favourite moments, as all the Man City fans just quietened down and left the bar. Obviously, the Ajax game as well. But the yeah. World Cup had a lot of great memories for me. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think you're dead there. Right. I think the uh, probably my choice would have been the Columbia game where we beat them on penalties. That's I remember uh, Nate Abrea, a very good pal, he um, recorded that final Eric Dyer penalty. Yes. Being taken, like, and there's, I've got my like head on my hands on the bar, I can't watch. Mm-hmm. I've done this too many times to like, you know, to, to be this invested again, and it'd be like a, a disappointment. And the, the reaction of the whole bar is just brilliant on that. I'll, again, I'll, I will link to that if I can, can get out the, the video. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. The place goes off, uh, absolutely ecstatic. I think my other favourite memory is also during the World Cup last time. Where uh, Mexico uh, in the final group game were getting absolutely humped by, I want to say, either um, Sweden that. or something like that.
1: It was Sweden. It was Sweden. Yeah.
0: And all they needed was a draw out of that game and they'd go through because I think they'd won both games beforehand. But Sweden were like thumping them. And so their only chance of getting through was for South Korea to get a, a result against Germany, who were playing at the same time. All the attention had switched from that Mexico game to the Korea game. And I just remember Neuer losing the ball on the left wing because the goalie was up at this point. And South Korea just smashing the ball down the other end. Someone taps it in. South Korea win 2-0. And the place goes absolutely mental. Korea! Korea. Oh, it's absolutely
1: brilliant. (laughs) I was there. I can't remember you being there, but you must have been... I was in the back room in that game. It was a six o'clock in the morning kickoff. But the place going off and all the Mexican fans singing for Korea. And it was actually Son who scored that goal. It was the most incredible... It was so hot in there. I remember like sweating. Everybody was there. It was like, yeah, that was the day I went to bed about one o'clock in the afternoon, I think. (laughs) Oh,
0: brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, obviously Mexico ended up going through all right. Yeah. obviously like a very a dear thing for me was the uh, the bluefoot derby FA Cup final um Aston Villa Arsenal that was super cool the, yeah. I, I'd written an article that appeared in the uh the match day program uh, for the, the actual game itself uh, with all of uh, the uh, the people that uh, contributed and uh, it was just such a lovely kind of thing to have happen for the the, the place as well and again I'll, I'll link to the uh, the article as well so that people can uh, have a look at it but that was a really special day. That was really, really cool.
1: Super cool. I wasn't here then for that one, but um, <clears throat> yeah. imagine. Brilliant. My favourite one as a bartender was um, the playoff final with Aston Villa last season. I opened the bar up at 6:30 in the morning, expecting to see about 10 people. And I think 70 people turned up, Villa fans, and the place just went off. And it was that was a really good introduction to bartending for the football crowd, actually, because I had a really bloody good day that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the Villa fans as well I will say that as well as everybody else Leicester city but that day the Villa fans were in good voice they were all very happy and um, it was a good moment for me as well that one it, it, it made me feel like a bartender if that makes sense so um, say again
0: a coming of age moment for you yes it was
1: okay. yes it was indeed
0: all right shall we do one more question and then um, see what happens I like this let's um, fire it up again It's been, been unreliable today I've got to say I don't think it's user error. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, number 10. Ooh. A player that you were sorry, never really trained on. So a player that you thought, wow, this fella's a can't miss. I think he's going to be an absolute world beater and just never kind of quite did it. I think I know, well, I don't know. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will. Uh, can I guess your, your one? Go on. I reckon it might be David Bentley. How about that?
1: Oh, David, David Bentley's a great show. He was my number two. My number one's actually Aaron Lennon, who I really enjoyed when he when he first broke into the Tottenham team. But he never quite got it. But he's had mental issues, I think, mental health issues recently uh, as well, and depression, and that probably had a little bit to play with it, maybe. I don't know. Absolutely. But number one, he was going to be the new David Beckham. Apparently, David Bentley. I actually have a shirt.
0: Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna film uh, whilst uh, uh, for the video. This is for video people uh, only. That uh, I think. Uh, Rod's going to go and get his um, jersey for uh, David Bentley which the Arsenal fans in the uh, in the room is uh, going to be a little bit of a giggle here it is number five uh, go, number- Bentley what possessed you can I ask you what possessed you it was the goal he scored against Arsenal uh, <laughs> <laughs> there had to be a reason right? <laughs> did he celebrate did, did he kind of like, no, I, I can't celebrate because he was an ex-Arsenal? Oh, he, or did he, oh, he
1: celebrate?
0: He celebrated big time. Good for him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, not training on. I thought Micah Richards would be like an absolute superstar. Like, he was playing for England at 18. He was quick and yeah. um, like, strong, was he? Even like for a young lad, he was, he was built, wasn't he? he? He won the league, I think, with, with City, but never like kicked on because he looked like he was going to be a really good centre-half. He's been playing up, played it right back and played it right back for England but never really kinda kicked on. It ended up playing for like Italian clubs and all sorts of things, didn't he? And he's retired now, isn't he? like he does a lot of um, media work I think for Sky these days. So yeah, he that I thought I, I thought he was an absolute can't miss, really. You can argue that maybe he did have a but Jack Wiltshire never really kind of hit the heights. I think I've always I've said this to all the Arsenal uh, fans at Bluefoot that I think we got the best year out of him when he was on loan at Bolton. He kept us up that year. He was just, he reminded me so much of Gascoigne with his like, just wh- the way he like flowed with the ball and hovered around the place. And, uh, and it was such a shame that he's just never had a decent run as he uh, play. And I think he would have been brilliant for England too. I, I was definitely uh, one of those that was asking for uh, Jack Wiltshire to be involved in the, the last World Cup squad, but that never really happened for him. And they was at West Ham, isn't so,
1: Yeah, Joe yeah. Cole Hopefully, was that one. I agree with that. So much talent, Joe Cole. You, you, you know, you watch little video footages of him now, and it's so much talent there. But it never really, never really knocked on with it, did he? No, and yeah, I don't know, wrong era, wrong time. I don't know, maybe
0: there were so many players at Chelsea, weren't there, that were in yeah. his position, like Aaron Rob, uh, Aaron Robin, Is that yeah, his name? Aaron Robin? yeah, Deco, and all of these sorts of like players, players sort of playing his position. So he never really got like a decent run. And the thing I always remember, Wayne Rooney went off in the 2004 Euros, uh, he got injured, and instead of putting Joe Cole on, uh, Sven and put Darius Vassell on, Jesus. I'm like, if there was ever an opportunity for Joe Cole to play in that sort of, just off the, the striker role, it would have right. been because honestly, it would have been a like-for-like, like. What, what could have been sort of moments, but um, I, well, I think we did five questions there. To maybe recommend some things that people might want to do whilst they have uh, time on their hands that is uh, football-related. I've been listening to quite a few podcasts that have been really good. The Quickly Kevin podcast, which is uh, focused on 90s football. It's hosted by Josh Widdicombe, who's a stand-up in the UK, very funny. They did a, a Steve Bull interview, which was really good. He talks about the 1990 World Cup and being selected um, for England Playing in the uh, essentially the championship, so a really, really interesting kind of like take on how football used to be. Really good. And another one is the uh, the rock and roll football podcast, uh, which usually like reacts to the goals going in on a Saturday afternoon, but obviously, there's no football. So, what they did was set up five different games, international games, and they re- reported on those as they were like live. Brilliant. Matt Ford is such a, a funny bloke, anyway. And it was like, in his element, kind of commentating on all these things. Really good. They, they, they did the 5 1 in Germany for England, Scotland beating England in the, uh, 1967 after the World Cup win. Really, yeah, so I highly recommend listening back to that if you have it. Finally, the um, football cliches. I, I, that's my new favorite football podcast. Um, where they just focus on the, the way that football is reported and, and commented upon, and all the different sort of cliches and things. I, I really like it. It's by The Atlantic. Uh, yeah, highly recommend that. Any any uh, any things that uh, you've been. Uh Coming across
1: for the Um, I really want to watch the Maradona film again with uh, my wife, Nicole. I mean, she's looking at me weirdly now, but I'm sure she is. Because I remember watching another for that night, but we're all having a few drinks, so I really want to watch it again sober and really take it in. Obviously, wearing the Argentinian 1986 shirt today would be a good day to watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, beauty that. That's, I mean, I've got to say. Yeah. In fact, one of the podcasts I listened to rewatched the Hand of God game. They, they were surprised at how, first of all, how bad the field was how yeah. poor the play was <laughs> and that really England weren't all that unlucky in all honesty they'd playing with like 20 minutes to go didn't we
1: so yeah. I always remember Lineker in with a John Barnes cross mm-hmm. and then John Barnes did exactly the same cross Lineker came in with the same sort of header and I actually thought that goal had gone in but it didn't to make it 2-2 yeah. but that was the only time we played in that game and turned up was the last sort of 20 minutes when we were 2-0 down already and um, I always take my hat off to Maradona because the hand of God go. I mean Well done. It's the referee to pull it up at the end of the day, isn't it?
0: They also highlighted the idea, say about the refs there, that apparently there'd been like a FIFA directive that the referee had a view of it, but he thought that the linesman had a better view of it. And because he hadn't flagged, he didn't give anything. Right. But then when they interviewed the the linesman, they said, I didn't really fancy overruling the referee on this one. um, so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the goal stood.
1: Oh, I love the fact that five foot five. Is he five foot five, five foot six? Maradona out jumped. <laughs> what was his name? I forget his name.
0: Peter Shilton.
1: Peter Shilton, thank you. Out-jumped Peter
0: Shilton. <laughs>
1: By any means
0: necessary. I, I told you that I rewatched highlights of the Italian 90. Peter Shilton gets absolutely nowhere near any penalties that Germany score. Nowhere even close. He was the worst
1: goalkeeper for penalties. Peter Shilton. It's like he couldn't move.
0: <laughs> Terrible at saving penalties And am uh, talking to Peter Shilton Brexit's Peter Shulton, um, He was, I think when he was like 45 years old He played in the, a playoff semi-final for Bolton wow. We were struggling for goalkeepers And he played away at West Brom In the first leg of the playoff finals When we went up a, Oh, when was that? Must have been in the 90s wow. um, And we, we beat uh, Reading In an absolute classic but luckily, our goalkeeper was back because um, he had to save a penalty as well in the in the playoff final. So luckily, we didn't have Peter Shilton in goal. No. I haven't like watch Peter Shilton in goal from the great Lever end at Burnham Park. I mean, unbelievable. There you go. <laughs> um, I want to just highlight um, the trivia night that we're going to do. I'll link to the event page that Marissa's put up on Facebook. Uh, so we're going to start at seven. It's like some kind of like logging stuff that you have to kind of uh, be involved in to uh, have the software and what have you uh, it's going to be myself and Paul again with Marissa, yeah it, it, it's only going to be an hour, it was like a couple of hours uh, on Saturday because hopefully keep it to about an hour, so that that's long enough for, for anybody really isn't it, so it would be awesome came and hung out for a little bit um, on, on Saturday evening, I, I noticed today that uh, the all football lower than the National League is has been cancelled for the season hasn't it, so Um, I don't know whether that's going to be a precedent for other football.
1: Well, interesting.
0: Uh, So I don't know how they're going to work promotion into the Football League and whether that will go ahead at all. But, I mean, if you're in first place in the National League, you've got it, aren't you? Yeah, totally. Also, I think um, as of yesterday, uh, the new season of uh, Sunderland Till I Die hit Netflix. I really enjoyed the first one. I absolutely blazed through that in one sitting. Unfortunately, though Bolton relived that first season of Sunderland till I die and, and just kind of disintegrated into into League One last year. So,
1: Jose Mourinho doing his best politician thing when he was packing up. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this.
0: <laughs> I did. I sort of, yeah. I saw that this was something he was doing. Was he lobbing uh, like uh, kitchen roll at people? Now
1: he <laughs> was just he was dressed in like a almost like a hazmat suit <laughs> with a mask on and. Um... He was packing one bag of groceries for old people in Enfield. There oh,
0: you go. Bless him, his hat's in the right place at the very His hat's
1: place. in the right place. It was kind of, it was funny actually.
0: Oh, the other thing as well was that I tried to get into the Aussie Rules um, over the weekend, and then all of a sudden that got cancelled. So yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I, I became a diehard uh, Fremantle Dockers fan for a hot minute. Uh, yeah, I, I watched them lose uh, to Essendon uh, by a single goal, and uh, I am I am Jonah when it comes to supporting uh, professional football. Uh, clubs yeah. all right well, round it off there thank you um everyone for uh persisting with us and, and if you were so inclined let people know very much appreciative of that we're on spotify itunes and uh, google play uh, for all the previous podcasts yeah uh, footy from the foot at gmail.com and footy from foot on um what are we now like five different social medias now so including youtube and tiktok so i've not done any tiktoks by the way yet i have no idea what i'm gonna do for that um, <laughs> but you know at least we have that the, the handle uh, thank you to my pal David Sexton for our theme tune and the outro you're to hear give him a follow on at 1in20parkinsons look after your bartenders as well especially in these trying times if you can I think that someone posted up on Facebook a way of connecting with people with their Benmos who are in the service industry I will put that up on uh, the show notes as well and uh, yeah I think that'll do it thank you dear listener and uh, let's do this again next Thursday.
1: Bye. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. So you putting this one on YouTube as well?
0: Yeah, I can't see a reason why not to.
1: That's why I was doing the visuals with the shirt and everything. I was trying to be a little bit... <laughs> if we do this again next week, hopefully we will be. I will set up some gags and stuff and things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I dread to think.
1: I know. Yeah, you, you're getting and my uh, creative juices flowing. Out. I might wear it I'd like a different outfit for every two minutes or something. I don't okay. know. <laughs> All right. Brilliant. That's it. That's it.